thanks to the City of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Good morning and welcome to another episode, uh, another show of uh, Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM where your girls AD, Rashani and Lydia and this morning we've got a chock-a-block full show. Um, I called it Sense and spirituality because I love putting titles on things um, and the reason I was really interested in doing this show is because this pandemic has really really tested us uh, this year it's kicked a lot of us up the bum um, it's really kind of messed with our mental health it's messed with our schooling and education um, and things like that so for a lot of us uh Believing in something has really gotten us through the, these tough times. Um, I know it has for me. Um, what about you guys? I just wanted to kind of go through what we believe in as hosts um, or what we don't believe in and how it's kind of what it's done for us during this pandemic. Rashani, do you want to start us off? Yeah, morning, everybody. Um, so in terms of what I believe in and my spirituality, I guess it's a bit of a mixed bag. So I guess I was... Um, my mom is Catholic and um, I was raised Catholic, but my dad comes from a really Buddhist family and my mom comes from a really Catholic family. So I guess growing up, I went to Catholic school, um, you know, like I went to church, I did all my sacraments and things like that. Um, I guess for me growing up, my faith has changed in different ways. There are certain things that I do kind of take from my faith. I do believe that faith is important to people, especially getting through tough times, as you were saying, AD. Um, but, you know, there, there are certain things that I guess the church or um, Catholicism doesn't particularly support, which um, doesn't really align with my values. For example, like the LGBTQI community, um, you know, supporting them is something that I do personally, but also professionally in the work that I do. So um, there are certain things that I guess don't align with um, what my religion puts out. And so um I know it's weird. I, I was kind of thinking before, like, would I label myself as an atheist? Probably not, but I'm, I guess, a little hesitant to call myself Catholic as well. So, um, you know, and I do kind of value religion and respect religion with other people, no matter, I guess, how, um, you know, intense they kind of want their religion to be in their life. Um, you know, to me, it, it's kind of like an individual decision um, and I don't mind so much, but I do take things from other religions, you know, like I do practice practice like mindfulness um you know those kind of kinds of elements from from other religions is something that I also respect and um admire as well so I guess for me it's it's a little bit of a, a mixed bag which I think for for some people it is um and I think that it's fine as long as I'm you know happy to to let everybody else kind of um have their space in respecting their religion so yeah that's yeah I think, nutshell. I think that's the name of the game as well just mm. respecting other people's religions and mm. not imposing um mm. your beliefs on other people or starting to disrespect people because they don't uh their views don't align with yours what about you Lydia yeah 100 percent um yeah I would say that um so I grew up in a Christian household my parents didn't grow up in um, a Christian household, though. Um, well, they did, but like different denominations that were quite different to the de denomination that I, I identify with, which is basically just um, uh, Protestant. So it's just like just Bible believing person sort of thing, like believes in Jesus's teachings, um, uses the Bible as like final authority in life. For me, I kind of had a similar experience with Shani where like 
I grew up in like youth church, but I never kind of, all of my associations to that time were just a social experience. Mm. Like I never really took anything in, um, in terms of my faith and what I believed in. And I kind of just passively went through that time. And then I kind of got to my teenage years, did my own thing. And I think being in that environment and seeing how God was working in my, my parents' lives. And so then mine too, and just people around me, I always felt convicted that God was very real. Um, but I just didn't really, um, care to explore it that much. And then, um, yeah, I think I had a few experiences, like they're long stories. I had a few experiences when I was older that just really sort of um, just, yeah, cemented that idea within me that, yeah, God is really real. Um, Jesus does love us. Jesus died on the cross for us, which is something that I believe in. Um, and I explored my faith a lot more, um, I would say, in the last few years, particularly when I injured my back. And I think that faith is a beautiful thing. I think that, um, yeah, believing in something, believing that there's hope, um, believing that someone has um, more understanding than we do in in this world, which is really hard to kind of comprehend at times, um, and our best interests at heart, which are all of the things that I believe in, is definitely a reason to keep going sort of thing. But more importantly, I believe that we can have a relationship with God, like a direct relationship. And I think certain denominations that my parents came from kind of believe that you had to kind of go through someone to speak to God. Um, so, yeah, Bible, praying, all of that, I believe, is just a way to communicate with God. And um, without going into it too much, I guess, when Jesus died on the cross, which I believe in, the Holy Spirit, you know how we believe in the Trinity, which is like God, Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Um, the Holy Spirit was left here to live within us so that we could be guided um, with the Holy Spirit. And I, I believe in all of those things. So, yeah. And then just to tie it up, I think that tolerance is really important because I think we live in a time where people believe and have strong convictions about so many things, um, but it's important to be respectful and tolerant of what people around you believe in. And just to lead with love because that's that's basically what um, yeah, like my faith teaches is to love your neighbor, really. Glad you ended with that because it's all love from me. I I won't get into it too long because we have so many guests on. <laughs> we value our guest opinions and we can talk here about ourselves all day, every day. Yeah. But my father's a Muslim, my mom's a, a Christian. Mm. I believe in God. I meditate a lot uh, and connect with the universe. And But I believe that God... Uh, made everything, you know, sacred geometry. I was watching the Da Vinci Code yesterday, actually, and, you know, it kind of questioned Jesus, uh, uh, not, didn't question Jesus, but it showed that Jesus uh, was with Mary Magdalene and that the divine counterpart, which I definitely believe in. I believe in women being a lot more stronger or have, have a more divine purpose than we're given uh, in this life led by men. Um, so we'll explore that some other time. Coming up, um, we'll be talking to Usman Mani, uh, all the way from Canberra, about his sense in spirituality. Um, so right after this break. With thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Welcome back to Soul Dive on Brimbank Lives Live FM. You're listening to your girls, AD, Rishani and Lydia. And we're joined by the awesome Usman Mani all the way from Canberra. Thanks for uh, coming on. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, we want to get right into it. Um, there's just so much to talk about. 
Can you tell us in your own words uh, in a few minutes what your background is and what your beliefs are? Sure. So um, I'm originally born in Pakistan um, and uh, that's a Muslim majority country. So as you can tell, I'm obviously Muslim and uh, I've been a practicing Muslim since I was a kid um, that had a bit of period of like on and off in terms of practicing. And my parents are very influential in my religion and my day-to-day life as well. <laughs> so I you know, do my best in terms of practicing and we do sort of pray five times a day. I'm so I'm not sure how much you know about my religion and stuff. So I'll try and fill you in just briefly. So yeah. Um, so basically the five daily prayers are the sort of cusp of what we do and they stand firm in terms of our pillars of belief as well. So if you're practicing five times a day, it's all about the awareness of God. Um, so the first prayer we have is like before sunrise. And the second one is sort of midday. The third one is in the afternoon. The fourth one is after sunset. And the last one is roughly around b- before bedtime. So as you can see, like throughout the day, you're really taking your time out. It's about maybe, you know, 10 minutes max out of your day um, to sit down and sort of just relate back to God, everything that's been going on and just sort of find yourself again throughout the day and really connect back with your roots and everything so that you understand that, you know, all of this is going on around you, but you take the time out to just sort of connect back with God and sort of get back to your roots. I think that's the most important thing um, for people who actually believe in Islam and people who um, have that connectedness with God. Like that's the main concept that we sort of, strive for that's beautiful um, to, that just reminds me of um you know like buddhist practice of mindfulness but it's just the islam version of of mindfulness um and it's five times a day checking in with yourselves um whereas you know <clears throat> buddhist practices don't i guess have how many times you're supposed to do it a day so that's that's pretty cool um and as a young person like what keeps you on your spiritual path i know a lot of us when we were younger we struggled um with with really yeah. getting it and really understanding it definitely um i think when i was younger like you definitely have periods where you're like um, i guess your faith is a bit stronger or a bit higher in some ways and other times you know it's a bit lower or you're you're not feeling as um connected i'd say and for me it was um just um going to my local mosques and you know attending um the prayers there for, for men especially like it's um basically we have to go to the mosque and pray like we shouldn't be praying at home it's about sort of the connectedness with the community it's about the brotherhood within the religion it's about also you know seeing who else is out there within the religion that might need a hand or a helping hand with something so you meet these people and you sort of build this sort of small community within the religion itself so it gives you a better sorry it gives you a greater understanding of you know what's going on around you and what's going on in the smaller community um so for me, it was also the fact that I was able to find younger guys that were also devoted in some way, shape or form. And we actually started doing a bit of um, Dawa work, which basically is just um, providing information to other uh, Muslims or non-Muslims. And um, we would go to a local farmer's market every weekend and we'd set up a little stall and we'd hand out information and like pamphlets and stuff. And a lot of it was just sort of, talking to people about the misconceptions they had about our religion 
due to you know um, media uh, and the representation we have on media, unfortunately, at the time. And but, so it was a lot of that. And, you know, you had people that didn't like the fact that we were doing that. And then on the other hand, you'd also have people that were really happy to see us there and they'd come and they'd talk to us every week and they'd be like, you guys are doing a really great job and, you know, keep at it and that sort of thing. So that was a really good um, good experience for me. And it sort of really impacted me in a positive way because it made me feel like, you know, what I was doing was really good, not just for me, but the fact that people were reciprocating it meant that it was something positive for everyone. That's beautiful. That's really, really beautiful. And, you know, if we had more time on the show and just had you the whole time, we would have gone down our myth conceptions route, you know, where we try to dismantle some misconceptions we have around different things. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, what's the biggest, well, let's do one. What's the biggest misconception um, about Islam that you can tell us? Um, there's so many. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, okay, I think for me, the one that sort of strikes home the most is the women's sort of rights and sort of like how the idea of like women being treated or mistreated in Islam is and I think that like the idea of feminism being such a great and powerful movement at the moment, I think people misunderstand that Islam was a religion that came around maybe 14, like a long time ago, so 1400 years ago, and it gave rights to women back then. For example, um, if women are to get married, um, they have their own allowance, they're allowed to work, they're allowed to have their own set of money. And a lot of people don't, I think, know that. Um, so that concept in itself is that the independence of a woman, even though she's married, is still there. Um, it's not that she's tied to the man or she's tied to the family or anything like that. She's allowed to move on her own. She's allowed to do all those sort of things. The misconceptions come about as a result of culture and context from the religion, from the country, sorry, itself. And that's been carried on from generation to generation. And that was uh, even prior to Islam as well. So I think Islam sort of came as a, in my mind, something to free, not just us from our bondages and so forth, but also the mental bondages that we have in life as well, just to spiritually free ourselves from life itself, if that makes sense. <laughs> it's powerful. And um, don't ask me why I know this. I seem to... <laughs> find myself in like the sexy parts of holy texts, including the Bible, you know, Song of Solomon's. Um, and I know in Islam, um, they talk quite in depth about how to treat a woman, not just outside, but inside the home um, and inside the bedroom. And, and you know what I mean? Like there's so much respect towards women. And like you said, it is culture that just kind of drives things in the name of religion and then, the lines get blurred. So thank you so much. That was a really good one. Um, you're listening to Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM with your girls AD, Rashani, and Lydia. And we are joined by Usman Mani. All right. So Usman, how do you think your spirituality affects the way you interact um, with other people who may not believe in the same thing? I think um, it definitely has a positive impact because it allows me to understand that, yes, I have this and I have this connectedness and for me the most important thing is the connectedness with God and that's the most common I think um, pillar for a Muslim is that you know we're aware of God throughout our day-to-day -day life and obviously going back to the prayers you know we're 
remembering God five times a day. And for me, I have to take that, um, I shouldn't take that, sorry, for granted that, you know, I have something like this and I should share it with those around me and so forth. So I take that as a, I guess, um, a duty or, 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 or a task as a message to be you know, proclaimed to other people around me. And at the end of the day, even though I do that, it, then I leave it to God just to decide as to you know, whether the person who I'm passing the message on to is going to accept it or not. Um, it's their own call. Uh, it's not something that I have any say over, whether they, you know, are here to convert or not, anything like that. It's not my job at all. All I'm there to do is just sort of pass on the message. And um, when it comes to people who aren't necessarily religious, I've had quite a few friends who aren't religious and we've, you know, sat and talked for hours about like philosophy and small uh, things like that, that, you know, are really embedded within the religion itself um, and they have a different take on it. And it's always really interesting for me to sort of understand where they're coming from too. And just having that open forum and that open debate to discuss things and, you know, never know, you know, maybe later on down the track, they might call you up later and be like, Oh, I really liked what you were saying about this and this concept it really sort of resonates with me. And I've had that before. People have come and talked to me, you know, a week later or, or a little while afterwards and been like, I really like that. And I think I really sort of understand where that comes from. And they might not necessarily believe, but the fact that they're saying even those small things back just sort of gives you that feedback, you know, that what you're doing is a really good thing, even though that person might not necessarily understand the whole concept they understand bits and pieces it means that you're making a small difference that's beautiful mm. and just last but not least because you know we've got to wrap up what are some words of encouragement for the next person i mean we all are going through this pandemic um us a little more so than what's going on in canberra i believe <laughs> yeah. but we've still been through it all year um and i'm sure you know people will benefit from from some words of encouragement from you Sure. Um, look, for me, I think the most important thing is to stick with your family. I think that um, spending that extra time with loved ones and really not sort of getting lost within yourself and sort of, you know, realizing, oh, God, I've got all this extra time and, you know, I'm working from home as well and all that sort of stuff. I think really enjoy these moments because, you know, we're not sure how things are going to go in the future. Everything's very unpredictable at the moment so really take the time out to sort of enjoy the small relationships you have with your family and I think one other thing that I've started to do recently was um, uh, I started doing a bit of yoga um, and a bit of um, I'm not sure if you're aware of um, the Iceman uh, he does he's a, he basically has these methods to control, um, to deal with anxiety and depression and also increase um, body fitness and all that sort of stuff as well. So I'm a football coach. I'm not sure if I mentioned that earlier, but I uh, do football coaching and I sort of do fitness as well along with that. So the reason I'm tying all this in is um, I quite really enjoy what he does, the Iceman, and his method is called the Wim Hof method. I'd encourage people to look it up and you know follow it and stuff where can people find you if they want to ask any more questions where can you find plugs? me um uh, you can find me on facebook with smart money look me up send me a message um always happy to chat to people and sort of converse i love doing that meeting new people is always fascinating to see you know what sort of angle they have on life is always fun to me so yeah thanks very much for having me on the show eddie <laughs> it was a pleasure
That was so good and it was so insightful and hopefully uh, a lot of people get to hear this and learn a little bit about Islam. That it's not, it's not just, you know, I don't know, some sort of oppressive religion um, which leads by, I don't know, killing people. These are all of the misconceptions that, you know, I hear around. My father's a Muslim as well, so he's just, he withdraws though. He doesn't go around trying to convert nobody or talk to anyone. He's just completely like shut off us kids are like naughty as hell. And he's like, you're going to get judged all on your own. <laughs> all on your own. I'm like, okay, daddy. <laughs> so thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Um, so we were listening to Osman Mani. And right after the break, we're talking to Shakira Hanet, um, who's a tarot reader and Indigenous spiritual. You're listening you, oh, you listen to Soul Dive on Brimbank Lives, Live FM, more after the break. Across the neighborhood and across the world, you're listening to Brain Bank Live. With thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Welcome back to Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM, where your girls AD, Rashani and Lydia. And right before the break, we spoke to the awesome Usman Mani about his Muslim faith and how he navigates the world. Um, now we have Shakira Hanet, our Indigenous sister, who has found her calling, I'm going to call it in the woo-woo world. <laughs> and you can explain to us what that is. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Ginnigay Warriors. I'm Shakira, owner, nurturer of Dreamart and co-founder of Black Table Talk with my girls Kaya Abawaji and Rodaway Hick. I'm proud Gumbanga, Wongomara, Monorua, and Yuan matriarch of this great motherland. <laughs> um, I'm currently surviving on Banarong and Wurundjeri country in Victoria. So I'd like to pay my respects to all them ancient ancestors that used to walk this earth before us, including yours, my sister. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here and for welcoming us like that. I, I feel like I need to do more in um, doing the Indigenous welcome. I don't do that enough. So thank mm -hmm. you for bringing us back to that awareness. Can you tell us in a couple of minutes what your beliefs are, uh, Shakira? So I can only talk on my experience and my journey. And um, one thing I'd like to get out there is I'm moulded from many places and the first place that's molded me is a small town called Barrowville on the mid north coast of New South Wales. And another place is Sydney, the streets of Sydney. So that says a lot. And my dream art is based around the basic energy of grandmother moon and grandfather sun. I, I really resonate um, with, with the moon especially um, the sun is something that I've just been getting into because they're just as important as one another. And once again, I attribute everything to God. So obviously he made the moon, he made the sun, he made the world, he made us with our gifts and, and our talents. Um, so thank you for that. And I know you do like tarot readings and things like that. And a lot of mainstream spiritualists like Christians and Muslims believe that looking into the future um, in any kind of capacity is, is the work of darkness. What do you have to say to that? Well, I like I said, I can only talk on my experiences and my experiences come from 
um, I always turn to my dreaming stories and my journey, my experiences, and I always talk with my ancient ones and my ancestors, and that always turns me back to the cycle of the solar system. Can you tell us how you got into that? I mean, obviously, we we are born pretty free um, and, and completely blank slates, and then the world just starts showing us things, bringing us down different paths. Um, who got you into your path of spirituality or what got you into your path of spirituality? Is there any kind of pinnacle moment um, that changed everything for you or have you always just kind of grown up with that spirituality? Yeah, it's something that it's been embedded into me since I was a child. So it's sort of been a natural part of my journey and one of my biggest challenges actually trying to learn to live in two different worlds. So, um, yeah, the, what Tarot's done for me is taught me how to understand these energies. So every card within the Tarot deck actually holds every energy that lies on this earth. I, I love me some Tarot. I mean, I think my mum and dad would uh, scold me if they knew how many times I've been to like a reader when I went to New Orleans because they are big on that kind of stuff. I went and saw someone before I even went to America. I went and saw someone um, I've seen you before. And I realized you can do anything in this world and believe in anything in this world. So long as it's led with love and with goodness. And um, last night I was saying that I watched um, the Da Vinci Code and I was listening to someone else saying that we all have um, the demon and an angel on our shoulder telling us to do things and pulling us in different directions all of the time. And for a long time, I thought if you have any kind of darkness, if you, if you give into anything like that, then you're a completely bad person or you're consumed by that and you're only led by that. But I realized every day is a new opportunity to get up, to do something different, um, you know, whether, whether listening to tarot or looking at tarot um, brings your energy up, you know, then, then why not? If it's reading the Bible that brings your energy up, then why not? If it's listening to frequencies and affirmations, then why not? So long as your vibrations are rising, then we're all doing the right thing. What do you think exactly. about that? Exactly. So my dream art values is are acknowledge, accept and ascend. Um, one of my main things that's led me on my journey is me challenging my fears to channel my source of love. And um, I believe, yeah, so love and happiness are the highest vibrations, you know, and all of the dark entities are constantly trying to put fear and sadness and doubt into our brain so that we can continue staying in that low, low frequency, low vibration, low energy. And when you're low, that's when all of the things can kind of consume you, you know, all the negative stuff can exactly. consume you, whether it's your yep. mind or physically um, and things like that. So you're listening to Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM with AD, Rashani and Lydia. And we are talking to the wonderful Shakira Harnett about her sense in spirituality. Um, so how do you think your spirituality affects the way you interact uh, with other people who may or may not believe in the same thing? I try not judge like there's a lot out there in the world. 
there's a lot of information out there. So like I said, I try and turn back to my dreaming stories and trying to understand the basic energy of grandmother moon and grandfather sun, which when we think about it, they, you know, play a big role in us and it all comes down to the love and the fear. Awesome. Um, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And have you ever had kind of people negatively come at you um, and how did you respond to that? Always, always. Obviously, tarot isn't something a part of my culture. I grew up on a mission. So I grew up with very, my biggest challenge was culture, religion and spirituality and how they all coexisted on this earth, really. And they all live as one, really. Like you said, it all comes down to the perspectives in this world. So I try and just go back to my ancestors. Yeah, and I think you grew up in a, a Christian kind of mission and then had to kind of find your way um, from that. So I think it would have been so difficult. Rashani, go for it. Yeah, I just wanted to ask, I mean, navigating um, those those different, I guess, beliefs. Um, as AD said, you grew up in a Christian household. How was that for you growing up? It was confusing. It was very, very, very mm. confusing. So I went to church. I went to a Catholic school. But my grandmother also made sure I got up and said, good morning, grandfather, son, and good night, grandmother, moon. So that was a huge process from my childhood mm. that I had to wrap my head around on the get-go. So, yeah. Also, I was just wondering, with um, obviously the moon and the sun are like highly respected and highly looked to for answers or for um, guidance. Do you have something beyond that? Like do you believe in a God that created the the moon and the sun and I believe we all came I believe we all come from darkness until light lit the way is that is that um the indigenous story time kind of thing or is that a spiritual belief that's my spiritual belief but as an a cultural person obviously we come from the land we come from mother earth we come from father sky who come from grandmother moon and grandfather sun. I believe in the opposite. I believe we're all light beings and then darkness is thrown at us as we grow up and, and stuff like that. So mm. that's a really interesting perspective. I've never heard that. Never heard that. It's really cool. I'm ready to get mine out there. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, you just have to share your truth. And even when your voice shakes, you know, and whoever resonates, resonates, whoever doesn't, that's their business. Um, so to wrap up, what um, what are some words of encouragement to the next person? Just, you know, during our pandemic, people who are looking for a sense uh, of spirituality or trying to make sense of the world, what do you have to say? Acknowledge the fear, guys. Acknowledge that it's there. Don't deny it. But challenge the fear that of your own to, like I said, channel your source of love in these hard times and dream arts here to guide you along the way hit me up on facebook instagram yes give us the plug so is it dream heart it's uh, at, on... at lunar wisdom solar knowledge beautiful thank you so much for that uh you're listening to soul dive on brimbank lives live fm with your girls ad rishani and lydia and we were listening to the beautiful shakira uh, about her sense in spirituality we have more after the break uh stay tuned
With thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Welcome back to Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM. We're your girls, AD, Rashani and Lydia. And we are joined by our last but definitely not least uh, guest, Nyandeng. Mian, um, hey, uh, thank you for joining us. It's okay. Hello. Welcome. Morning. Good morning. <laughs> morning. I know it's so hard asking people to be here so early, but mm. um, people have been <laughs> amazing. Uh, so mm. to get right into it, we don't have that much time. Yeah. Um, as part of our spirit- sense and spirituality, I want to get different aspects um, yeah. and different things. So Nyandeng um, believes... Which doesn't believe I'm not 100 sure. You can you can clarify <laughs> that up for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and I thought it was really interesting to have you here uh, on here uh, because I know you personally, and I know that your yeah. family believes in um, Christian values. They're very. I mean, I've been yeah. I've been praying with them every day. It's been kind of really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But <laughs> you are not all the way there with them. So, in a couple of minutes, yeah. tell us about your background and what you believe in. Um, family and name. I'm a Sassanese grave director. Um, what do I believe in? I I think that's something that I'm still trying to figure out or like something that I've been learning as like I grow each day. Mm-hmm. I like, I kind of believe in just like, for me, I think what gives me just like release and just like helps me process or like navigating my way through life is literally just being outside or just like being around nature. But I think it's also like just like understanding that I'm still kind of growing. So that for me is kind of just like, I'm like, it's something that I'm still trying to find out. So like, I'm at a place where like, I don't know like where I'm at, like with just like religion and all that, or just like spirituality, but like, I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. And it's exciting for me. Cause like, it's mm-hmm. just about letting go for me and just like bringing that out, bringing that out every single day, like as I'm outside. Mm-hmm. I think that's the mature part is saying, I haven't got it figured out. Cause a lot of us yeah. try and force our identity, even if it's not yeah. our truth, mm-hmm. just for the sake of it. So just saying, yeah. hey, I'm not 100% sure yet. I identify with a whole bunch of things. I'm still trying yeah. to figure it out. That's that's the best way to go about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think we'll respect you more for saying that than for trying to align with whoever's there at the time, you know? Yeah. So mm. Yeah. Um, and how did you come to that conclusion? When did you start saying, hey, you know what? I don't believe in what I'm being told. You know what I mean? I'm not just going to yeah. follow whatever is being thrown at me, I actually want to find yeah. out some different things for myself. How, yeah. how did that happen? I think it's just like from kind of like going to church and also like just listening and sometimes like having questions that like I knew sometimes couldn't be answered, but also just like I like, for me, like I'm just always thinking in my head's just always like area, but it's also like a thing where like, I'm always okay with like the questions and all the thoughts that I do have. And I'm always like noting these things down and being like, you know, if this is coming to me like consistently, this means something. Mm. And, like, just, like, that for me is always exciting. So, like, just always thinking and just, like, uh, my head's doing a lot. But it's also, like, that for me is going to take me somewhere. We're just, like, figuring what that out, what that means, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, I think, like, yeah, like, I don't know. I think I just would, like, I really don't know how I kind of just, like, really left church. But I don't think I really left church or, like, like I still, like, I wouldn't say, yeah, I, I'm not, like, Christian or anything, but, like, Grew up. Mm. <laughs> I just yeah. like went. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I guess um, it's Roshani here. I, I wanted to ask in terms of, um, I guess, when you speak about kind of leaving the church or maybe um, having all of those questions, um, yeah. what was it like, I guess, from going, you know, maybe to church all the time and having your family really um, religion oriented to, to then yeah. kind of having those questions? How, were, how was that received by, I guess, the people around you? I think it was intense. Yeah, I know it was definitely intense for my mother. Like, mm-hmm. but I think I also understood, like, you know, that, like, I have my own experience and I'm going to have to experience that regardless. Yeah. And, like, you know, as much as I do love my mother, like, you know, I don't think I could, like, fully, like, follow that religion as, like, as she does. And, like, I understand that, like, you know, her faith is different and it's mm-hmm. her own experience and it comes with a lot of more things for that. Yeah. And I also know, you know, there's some things that, like, you know, that she just understands that I might not never understand. So that for me was just like, okay, like this is how I'm going to kind of look at it. But it's also like, I'm going to keep navigating the way I do. Mm, yeah. And I think that that's really important because sometimes faith is determined by experience. And so sometimes yeah. you have certain experiences mm. to have um, a particular faith or stronger belief yeah. and things. Mm. Um, yeah, absolutely. I hear you when you say that. And we can yeah. ultimately only really stick to or really believe something if we're convicted. So if you don't have the same conviction that your mom does, um, then yeah. yeah, it is important to just kind of go on your own path and question your own things. I think that's ultimately what leads to more um, confidence in what you believe mm. in is allowing yourself to, you know, question what you were told initially. Cause I think we were all kind of raised with something, you know, yeah. <laughs> being kids and having parents. Um, so, yeah, I think that being on a journey and you've, you've basically said you're on a journey and that's, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. honestly feel like I'm, sorry? No, I was going to say, I honestly feel like I'm learning something every single day that just like amazes my mind. Like for mm. me, like I, like everything that I see just really inspires me. But like every day it's just like my head is at a place. I'm like, whoa, there's something I didn't know. Whoa, it's so exciting. And like, ah, <laughs> how do I mm. kind of process that? I'm I'm really the same. Like she's like trying to find God <laughs> and spirituality and rocking with the moon and doing all this. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Um, but as a South Sudanese person, I know there's a lot of stigma um, yeah. on kind of being an alternative person which yeah. I know you definitely are. And lady can give us plugs <laughs> to your Instagram. Oh, I've, I've actually seen you before. Like, when they, I'm like, that's your cousin? <laughs> uh, can you tell us how some people have reacted to you just wanting to do your own thing and be your own person? I Like a lot of stairs and a lot of things, but I feel like for me, I've learned to just, I've always been in my own world. Like just growing up and just like having mm-hmm. that experience. I've always like protected myself from other people's opinions and stuff. And I've always understood, like, you know, that people have their own, like, things to say, but also, like, I don't want that to affect the way that I do. Mm. So I've always, like, you know, I have, like, ways of processing the way that I deal with things, you know, sometimes that might mean me just, like, spending a day, like, being in my room, writing things down, crying and whatever, and dealing with that. But, like, that's the way I kind of go about it. And it's okay. But I also, like, I feel like I'm at a place where I really don't care. (laughs) Or I don't have the time to really be explaining myself to other people because mm-hmm. like I'm going to be yeah. I'm existing for myself not for others and for me that's just exciting mm-hmm. and like I don't have time <laughs> yeah I was going to say there's so much strength in that yeah. in just being able to to be with yourself and, and not kind of worry about what other people are saying and doing and reacting to how you kind of want to lead your life I love that it can be strengthened so, yeah. but it can also be like isolating at times you know like mm-hmm. it can be lonely oh, like sure. oh I'm just, I just want to cry. Why are people doing that? But it's also like, mm. why, why am I doing that? 
Mm. It's so in awe because honestly, uh, a lot of people your age and how, sorry, I don't know if you want to say your age, you're pretty young. (laughs) Me? Oh, wait, I'm 23. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So still being young, um, a lot of people, I think that age have like an identity crisis at this time. You Which is I mean? understandable. Yo, yeah. <laughs> there's so much, day, yo. There's Bro, so like, much happening. Was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you spoke to me, like, I swear to God, two days, girl, I would have been like, ah, I don't know what the good, where I'm at right now. But that's, I feel like that's a process that you li- literally got to go through and just like mm. feel it out. Mm. You can fight it, fight it back, keep going, but like, you'll get through it, you know? I Yeah. It's and I think a volatile that's part of, stage of like sorry, yeah, now. I was just saying it. it's we're we're going because I'm 24. I just turned 24, so it's like it's kind mm-hmm. of we're stepping into ourselves, really coming yeah. out of you know teenagehood and just yeah, literally. Just, it, it's <laughs> yeah. a volatile stage of our lives. A lot changes. We this is where we really form those things, yeah. and of course they'll change. They'll always change, but um yeah. yeah so understandable that we're having a cri- I think they talked about the midlife crisis but they never told us about you know yeah. <laughs> what a life like yeah 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 it's quite a life it is um I think no, I think oh, the reoccurring <laughs> theme that I've been hearing is yeah. just mindfulness you know being mindful yeah. of where you're at yeah. whether you're somewhere or not anywhere just being yeah. mindful of where you're at that at that very moment in time mm. yeah and like being okay with not being okay at times, I feel like yeah. that definitely is a thing for me that I fight. Hmm. But I'm like, yo, it's actually okay not to be okay at times and just to feel that through and also to seek help. Because hmm. I hate asking for help. Like my pride, just like, I'd rather like just be on the streets crying than asking for help. <laughs> but like, I mean like that, I got a therapist and it's been so nice to do that, to be like, hmm. there's actually people that want to help me hmm. and that it's so scary to do it. But like, you know, once you get that out, it's just like, oh, well, it's still like it gets scary as you go but like seeking help is like probably one of the best things that I've done and mm. knowing that like you know I can that I need that help and like you know that there's nothing also to be ashamed of it mm, and yeah. like being at a place where like I'm just like yeah I need help and as a South Sudanese person once again I can talk about my experience I don't want to talk on yeah every ethnics that's yeah. also a stigma you know to see someone means you're outright crazy yeah stigmatizing it yeah exactly yeah. it's We're okay to it. not be okay mm. it's okay yeah. to see someone it's actually probably for the best I'm, I'm trying to go and see someone right now because yeah. I've been trying to deal with things by myself um and as Tigas yeah. the color therapist said stop it yeah yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah mental, health, mental health is like the gym you know you, you go literally just to, just to make sure you're good yeah and yeah, yeah like I, I started therapy like six seven-ish weeks ago and I'm like I, I yeah. rep this I fully rep yeah it. yeah so, oh, that's amazing we we'll probably have to have a whole show on I think so yeah I was just, yeah that that's awesome if you're uh, oh no you are tuning in Live FM, where your soul divers, um, AD, Rishani, and Lydia, and we're talking to Nyanding Mian, creative, trying to figure it out, walking her Literally. own path. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Modern my so business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just to wrap up, Nyanding, um, what, uh, we're all trying to make sense of ourselves in the world, as, as you've just yeah. told us. What are some words of encouragement um, that you might have for the next person who's going through the same thing? jump into your mind and literally like there's nothing wild in there like as weird as things are in your head or like as weird as things can feel just literally allow it and feel it through and write what you need to write say what you need to say that's literally what I've been like going through though like being okay with like expressing my feelings if that means love anger hate whatever shit 
like really just like being okay with that like I mm-hmm. sometimes wake up and I'm like I literally hate everything like I hate everything and that's okay because <laughs> it's just like a feeling within that moment and just like I think just really allowing yourself to feel to be feel and just like that's powerful yeah. that's powerful mm-hmm. yeah just saying and that's that's um something that I've been getting into which is removing yourself from your ego yeah, um, you know, because it's the ego that rules us. Hey, that and ego. Yeah. That ego is what makes us upset. It's what makes us self-sabotage. It's what makes us yeah. um, hold on to our love instead of give it out because you're afraid or you mm. expect something back. Yeah. You shouldn't yeah. be expecting anything back. Just give, give, give to yourself yeah. and to others and yeah. the world will give you back. Uh, so I definitely I really in. like that no expectation thing that you really just said. I think that's something I've been kind of like going through where it's like I come to places with no expectations but for mm-hmm. myself like I kind of do come with like my like expectations for myself to just enjoy myself but I'm also like coming for myself if I'm meeting up with people but it's also like that being okay with that like you know mm-hmm. if it's gonna be I'm gonna take what I take out of that but also coming with no expectations uh, expectations sometimes yeah to just like enjoy yeah. yourself yeah oh man um sad to see you go mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you I'll see you in the other room <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have more after the break, guys. You're listening to Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM. Your girls, AD, Rashani, and Lydia. And we were just chatting to Nyandeng Nguyen. You are listening to Brimbank Live. With thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Welcome back to our little wrap up uh, on Brimbank Live, Live FM, where your Soul Divers, AD, Rashani and Lydia. And wow, 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 that hour went by so fast, but what a great show. Um, Mm. What did you guys think? Uh, yeah, just to say, our hours go by really fast. Like, that's one so thing that, yeah. you know, I've, I've noticed. These hours aren't long, you know. But that was, yeah, yeah, I loved it. I loved everything that we heard that was very um, diverse. We had a very diverse sort of panel. Um, mm. And it just reinforces the idea that people come from such different, like, backgrounds of beliefs and just ultimately have very different convictions based off what, you know, their experiences, like we were saying, or, um, you know, what, just what they believe in. Um, and yeah, it's, it just, yeah, it just reminds me of how dynamic this world is and how. Is there, is there anything that you learned today? Something that was like, oh, okay. I did not know that. Um, Ooh, that's a good question. Anything I learned that I haven't. A quiz. (laughs) (laughs) Something I haven't learned before, something that I've taken in as a truth. Is that both, what, both, whatever. Oh, okay, right, right. Um, um, Rashani, over yeah, to you. I, would, well, I, <laughs> I think for me, um, listening to everybody speak, um, and as you said, um, Lydia, them coming from very diverse backgrounds, mm. um, and very diverse, um, I guess, religions and in the way that they spoke about their religions. The one thing that I think resonated with each of them was the fact that they spoke about um your faith being a process, you know, like mm. it, it's not something that you're not for some people you're just born into it and it's kind of what you um, follow and believe but you go through a process growing up through different stages of your life through different experiences that um, make you question make you um, 
critique and also make you believe and have a more conviction or less conviction um, in what you believe in. So mm. I think that that's really important that, um, you know, at the end of the day, your religion is something that is a part of you, but it's also something that can waver and change. And I think that, um, yeah, I kind of took peace with that in the sense that like, you know, we all are kind of on a spiritual journey in our own ways, um, in different ways with different religions, but that's something that we can all connect on together and it's kind of something we all have in common so um yeah I guess like when we speak about the different ways people think in terms of their religion and different religions they follow um there's something binding us all together um and it's the fact that we're all just trying to get through life in in the best way that we know how and whatever kind of helps us and gives us strength um is what we need to kind of take and use throughout our journeys Mm, Shani just just really put it all together. A PhD candidate really knows and how to no, summarize things beautifully. I'm just your undergrad. That, That's okay. That'll be your job every time to just summarize our show at the end nicely, <laughs> concisely, beautifully put together. I love that. Yeah, no, it's it's everything you said is so 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 true. And like we, I, I truly believe that as human beings, we we do have a natural inclination to search for truth or to be curious about what truth is or what you know the meaning of life is and so that's why I think that we all are on some sort of journey or or do identify with something ultimately um I mean there are atheists of course but then they also believe in something really um so the agnostics um, that we've got a question I don't know what they believe believe in nothing apparently yeah so (laughs) Um, yeah, and ultimately, you need to we we need to have peace because we live mm. within this skin suit, you know. So yeah. and this, so we need to have the peace in what we believe in. And if we yeah. don't, then you know. But I I respect anyone that's come to that to that point. And I think that um, yeah, once again, I like to express tolerance in this changing mm. world um, that's ever more controversial and just I guess. Um, there's a lack of um, peace like we just need to be able to tolerate and love one another despite what the other believes yeah we're all spiritual beings living a human experience that's yeah. what I'm going to leave it on um, that's it for us guys we've we're one minute over <laughs> yeah. so catch us next week um, every Friday every Friday morning from 8 to 9 a.m yeah um for some more soul diving you and, were listening to soul dive oops sorry Leah. oh i just want to add where, are we yeah we're plugging um your um our last host yes thank <laughs> I got, you I got yes you. yes 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 all right so catch our very last guest nyandeng me in uh on instagram at black lion raw with three w's or yeah. at nay n-a-y-n-d-n-g um, yeah, for creative works. She's a creative. Thank you for that. I almost forgot. <laughs> yeah, now she, she. I think people should check out her Instagram because yeah. oh, she's amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, you were listening to Soul Dive um, with your girls Rishani, Lydia, and myself, Ad, on Brimbank Lives Live FM. Catch you next Friday. See ya. Thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM.